0: What makes a song perfect? Does it get stuck in your head? Give you all the feels? Make you get up and dance? Is it just personal taste? Join us as we attempt to answer these questions and more. This is The Perfect Song.
1: It's the time of the season
0: Hello, and welcome to the Gen Explainers podcast, The Perfect Song. Today we're doing uh, a slightly older song, Time of the Season by The Zombies. And this song was nominated by none other than Alan. So, Alan, why don't you uh, give us a little uh, background on this one? Sure. So,
1: The Zombies were a British band. In the 60s, I believe they started right around 1960, and they continued, and I don't think they made it out of the 60s, although they've had reunion tours, etc. They had had a couple of of fairly decent-sized hits uh, before they recorded the album Odyssey and Oracle, which is the album that Time of the Season is from. It was recorded in 1967 and released in 1968 there weren't any kind of clear uh, winners from the album and it didn't, it sold okay, but not particularly well. And the band then broke up and they ceased to be. And then about a year later, time of the season became popular, especially in the United States, the band resisted, you know, any kind of, um, Push to reform because the song was popular. It, I think it it hit number three in the charts. I, I, don't quote me on that, but uh, not that people are quoting me. But it, it did very well in the United States. They didn't wind up touring in support of it. They didn't reform. They have, again, like everyone does, reunion tours in the 2000s because that's what the 2000s are about. But uh, I, I nominated it because... It is instantly kind of catchy. you know it starts with a very kind of sparse psychedelic you know sound. actually it doesn't even start off psychedelic It starts off with the sparse sound. you've got the drums, you've got the light uh, the, with the, the bass and the singer. And let me try with pleasure hands to take you. And then later in the middle of the song, it erupts with this very psychedelic keyboard music. It was written by Rod Arjun, who was the keyboardist for the group. So evocative of psychedelic music. So evocative of the sixties and it just instantly grabs you. I, you know, whether you like it or not, this song will instantly grab you. I think.
0: Yeah, I think it does. Um, I, uh, you know, obviously, I, I don't remember when I first heard it, but I remember hearing it on the radio. I'd heard it before many years ago, and it's it probably sh- it shows up in commercials and mm-hmm. things. But uh, yeah, just sort of through osmosis, I've heard the song and that beginning, uh, the way it's produced, the stereo separation of it, and yeah, uh, you know, the bass with the the pop click and then ah, kind of thing Mm -hmm. it's it's really uh memorable and it's really cool it's kind of spooky and uh yeah it's really really uh stands out um how about you mike what do you think of the song your general thoughts
2: yeah well it it definitely was using commercials as you said because i think it probably Mm -hmm. sold a lot of cars at some point um but um in the particular case of this song um and this goes back to our defining what's a perfect song. This is one of those songs that I think that you could listen to now and listen to back then. And it doesn't seem like it came from a particular time or era. And that's what I think a perfect song does. So, I I mean, I know we haven't gotten to that question yet, but in my mind, I can listen to this song now and listen to it 40 years ago and it has the same effect on me. Um. And that's what I like so much about it is that it 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 defines a mood rather than a time. I think that all the things that you've said already about like the the sound and the the you know the the music itself and and all all the all the elements of it work together really well, and it becomes this sort of, I guess a. A track that I can't really shake very easily and it's and I think that it's really pretty impressive for the kind of kind of uh uh hypnotic elements hmm. of the song itself yeah and that's that, a good word for it yeah it, it's it, it's really hypnotic and it's catchy and it's pretty poetic a lot of times too it it it, it has this sort of romance to it but it also has a sort of ethereal quality to it it's 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 very interesting
0: it has something that we've talked about before when we when we're discussing what makes a song great or perfect it's it's very evocative the memory in my mind of it was like oh yeah that that song is a good song in it but i don't like the chord when they sing the title line i don't like it because it's one of those very 60s harmony things you know and i'm like oh i don't like that kind of Late sixties, somewhere a lovey ah uh, thing.
2: Mm-hmm. But
0: to be honest, listening to it now again, when I listen to it again, I'm like, oh, that doesn't bother me. It's fine. It works. Um, so that was like my one preconceived notion about it. It's Like <laughs> that line's gonna bug me because it's so like hippy dippy. But it yeah, it's fine. <laughs> it's funny, you know. This,
1: uh, in retrospect. I mean, I, I know what you're talking about. For me, that chorus, you know, they're all saying, it's the time of the sea for loving. It's very culty to me. <laughs> like, they're all, we are in unison. <laughs> we are now going to procreate.
0: <laughs> right. Yeah, you, you envision a, an open field with a, a tent put up and people sitting. Mm-hmm. You know,
2: it's the time. Come on, people. Um <laughs> and and alan alluded to this earlier which i thought was great um that when they release a song it did not become a hit immediately and by the time it actually became a huge hit they already broke it (laughs) up
0: yeah yeah it became it became a really huge uh signature song and still around i mean um still discussed by podcasts um Mm -hmm.
2: And they rec- and they recorded it where Be- Beatles uh, recorded Abbey Road. That's right. At Abbey Road. Yeah, yeah. they did. Yeah. Um, Abbey Road Studios. Oh,
0: there you go. I love the the classic call and response. Uh, oh, yeah. What's your name? What's your Who's- name? Who's your daddy? <laughs> and that <laughs> phrase, that phrase <laughs> has become a, a, it wasn't a meme, but it became like a catchphrase thing that you heard, I mean, years later. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I, don't, I, I think it was around before then too. I think you hear oh, that okay. in, in like blues songs.
0: Oh, it was? Who's your daddy? Yeah. yeah. It's well, actually,
1: I, I believe if I'm not mistaken, who's your daddy, the origins of that phrase have to do with sex
0: workers and pimps, you know? Well, it stood the test of time. <laughs> 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 we hope you're enjoying this Gen Explainers podcast. Remember to find us and follow us on social media. Give us a like, a follow or support us on Patreon. And we'd much appreciate a five-star rating on the podcast platform of your choice. Now, let's get back to the show. and I'll let you ask the question, whether, you know. Well. Why don't you answer the question first? Is it a perfect song? (laughs) I will try with pleasured hands. Um, (laughs) Wow. Oh, wow. Yeah.
1: Hey, that's from the song.
0: It's the time of the season for pleasured hands.
1: Yes. Uh, it's, it's kind of, this podcast is going in an interesting direction. Uh, (laughs) I am going to say, yeah, well, so I nominated it. So I clearly had an inclination towards it. I do think it's a perfect song. So So, I'm, I'm not even going to justify it. I'm just going to throw it out
0: there. The discussion itself either justified it or didn't for people. I, the way, what I have written down is I say yes, or at least very close um uh, the, the line i wrote down was two psychedelic keyboard solos might be one too many but the one at the end that adds to the chaos of how it ends is fantastic yeah i think maybe if they did something slightly different with the first one that, that wasn't just a freeform solo again it was the 60s but look maybe if it was just a teaser of the end solo which really brings it home then for sure it's perfect but i don't know
1: you're such a structuralist.
0: I am. I can't help it. No, you
1: are. I I, I totally am. It makes not me, not me
0: feel, co- it makes me feel comfortable. <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right. I'm, I, I'm I'm gonna say it actually is a perfect song. And I don't feel like I should have to justify it since Alan didn't. But <laughs> um, but I'm going to the, anyway how come the person not thinking it's perfect is
0: the one that has to justify it.
1: <laughs> actually, I'll just say this. I think it's perfect, and some of the best reasons for it were the ones that Mike uh, articulated. I think. Yeah, I,
2: I, I personally like, I, like I said earlier, I and, and I knew you were. I, I, was leading towards this, and already in the earlier comments, I can listen to it now and listen to it forty years ago, and it had the same impact on me. Um, and that's really important in a song that is, quote unquote, perfect or timeless. And that's that's how I think this is leaning how, how I define these. What I will feel about it 30 more years from now. you know, be dead. To no. uh, what the fuck? We'll, we'll all
0: be dead. <laughs> we'll all be dead. And the only true uh, 30 years, I mean, yeah, most likely. Hey, but hey, 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 hey. The only way you'll truly be able to pay tribute to the song is if you put it on your tombstone. <laughs> in fact on your tune zone it should say what's your name who is your dad
1: (laughs) mine's gonna say me try with pleasured hands
0: (laughs) all right sorry yeah okay awesome um so you say yes mike basically i I do yeah yeah and uh yeah you kind of the the evocative thing and i thought and the timelessness thing as well um that that goes a long way to sort of push it there i think so anyway. I feel
1: like there's two solid yeses and one qualified yes. I
0: have a qualified yes, yeah. I, I <laughs> And it, it probably was just I was in a mood when I listened to it. <laughs> I'm like, not everything's perfect, hippies. No. Um, so great. Sounds good. Well, if you haven't heard the song, check it out. And thanks for listening. And uh, have a wonderful day, and we'll see you again. Say bye, guys. Bye. Bye-bye thank you for listening to this gen explainers podcast follow us on instagram and friend us on facebook just search for gen explainers and find us on patreon where you can support the channel and gain access to extended cuts of the podcast as well as exclusive bonus content see you next time